Hello everyone, uh, this is Boots on the Ground podcast and I'm your host D-Blex Lesalon. In this new episode, I'm excited to be speaking with Chioma Immaculate Okafo. Chioma is a conservation biologist with training and experience spanning over half a decade. She is a storyteller who uses her blog and podcast to tell stories of nature, its conservation, and those who work tirelessly to conserve nature in Nigeria. She thinks, talks, and thrives in conversations that champion nature conservation. Her vision is to see that nature and its conservation become regular topics discussed in many households in Nigeria. I hope you enjoy this episode and learn something. Karibu, karibu, sana. A very good morning to you, Chioma Okafo. Uh, thank you so much for making time to join us on our podcast this morning, uh, straight from Nigeria. Karibu sana to the show. Thank you so much, Deep Lex. I am so super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Perfect. Uh, without much further ado, I'd like you to share with our listeners uh, your story and how you got to where you are today. Okay, thank you very much. Um, I am Shoma Imaklitukafo. I am a zoologist as well as a conservation biologist. Uh, my journey with nature started when I became curious about a bird that was flying in front of my house. It was a red and black bird. It was just flying from one cornfield to the next surrounding my house. So I was curious. And luckily for me, I was placed under the supervision of a under the supervision of a of an ornithologist. So I used the opportunity to ask him about the red and black bird, and he told me it was the northern red bishop, and it was actually marking its territory. So that pricked my interest in nature more, and I learned about how to identify birds from their calls and from from seeing them from observation as well. So from that from that moment, I became so curious and it began my journey in conservation and in nature. And I became deliberate in watching documentaries because I was interested and I wanted to know more. So that has been my story. Thank you. Thank you so much for um, sharing with us your first recollections with nature and uh, the bird, the Northern Red Bishop, which created that curiosity in you to want to know what really this is. And uh, Chioma, I'm curious to know, uh, what drives your passion for conservation? Can you take that again, sorry? What drives your passion for conservation? Oh yeah, what drives my passion are two things. Um, one is the fact that um, the current environmental degradation that is happening and how many species are being lost, are going extinct, that drives my, um, my drive for conservation. And the second thing is the fact that people are not aware about the natural riches that we have, especially in Nigeria. So those are the two things that drive my um, passion for conservation. I want people to begin to know what they have around them because when we know what we have, then we can better conserve them. Yeah. That's great. And um, 
it, it's interesting to also note that um, you're a storyteller. Um, Chioma, could you tell us what inspired you to begin your podcasting journey? And um, maybe to just take us back when you, you got really interested into uh, going into storytelling. Okay, um, my journey into storytelling started in 2020 during the global pandemic. And while at home, I was just idle and I, wasn't have, I didn't have much work to do. So I, I wanted to start something. I wanted to do something about nature. And so I got the reflection to start telling stories. So I began a blog. And I started writing stories about my encounter with nature. So currently, I am featuring the stories of other conservation biologists and nature enthusiasts. And I have started since 2020. I've been writing the blogs once in a while, but I became very, very much deliberate this year. But my podcasting journey started this year in August. I have a professional coach. So... I, I discussed my progress with him. So while I was discussing my progress with him on my blog, he now told me, why don't I start a podcast? And I told him, I really don't know how to begin one. So he told me I should just sign up on Anchor and start telling my own stories. And that is how I started. So in August till date, I have been telling stories about my, about my journey with nature. And currently um, I am on a podcast series which I tagged Conservaculture. And the main aim of the series is to make people aware of the natural riches we have around us by knowing their names and also encouraging them on ways they can also conserve these different species. Yeah. Thank so that has been my journey on uh, conservation and podcasting. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, thank you so much for taking us through that. And earlier on, you mentioned that you you noticed a gap um, in terms of information and uh, uh, the local community or the local Nigerians do not really speak more about nature and their natural resources. And that is how you came in. And that is the, um, the message that you're trying to pass across. Uh, Chioma, what impact do you seek to achieve uh, with your conservation storytelling in Nigeria? Okay. Um, I want to make every Nigerian begin to talk about nature deliberately. So my big vision is to have every household in Nigeria talk about nature and its conservation as like a regular topic that we talk about when we meet together as families. So that is my major aim, that people talk about nature around them and talk about how they can go about ensuring that nature around them thrive, that these topics become a Regular, regular and common topics in household. That's my main aim. Fantastic. I really like your perspective um, because when these con con conversations um, uh, spar from our families, from the people that we care and uh, from yes. even our children, then that becomes mm -hmm. very easy for us to, to plant a tree, you know, to go to a game park and visit um, and see the animals and, and the local communities then how they do their life. So I really like your perspective on that one and I kind of share your sentiments, uh, Chioma. Um, Thank you. 
Yeah. Uh, according to you, what are some of the biggest biggest challenges um, facing wildlife conservation in Africa? According to your to your experience, you 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 mentioned that you you did conservation biology, uh, zo sorry, yes. zo zoology and uh, conservation, bi and conservation, conservation biology. biologist. Yeah. Yes, and you have um, yes. uh, close to. Uh, uh, experience spanning over half a decade, uh, Chioma, what have you noticed about wildlife conservation in Africa? Okay, um, the other thing I didn't mention is that I have worked for a non-profit organization, a conservation non-profit organization for six years. And during my work for this non-profit organization, the major limiting factors to hiring projects is funds. So I would say that the major factor that affects wildlife conservation is the availability of funds. And, um, and the reason why is because in Africa or in Nigeria specifically, people have not seen the importance of nature conservation. So it is not always easy to solicit for funds from the local communities around us or, the, or from Nigeria or from the communities in Nigeria, yes. But then funds are mostly most of the funds that fund our conservation work here are foreign aids are from international organization. And that has been very limiting because they also have their program area, program areas and project areas that they, they are focused on. So, um, so that is a major li limiting factor to wildlife conservation in Nigeria, especially. Okay, funds. great. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, thank you for, for sharing that, Chioma. And uh, let's switch on gears and talk about women leadership in the African conservation scene. Um, yeah. What are some of the gaps you have noticed? You've mentioned that you've worked six years for an NGO in conservation. What are some of the mm -hmm. gaps you have come across in relation to women leadership? Um, in relation to women leadership, I have a lot of friends who are conservation biologists and most of their focus are research-based. And I have not seen um, I've not seen anyone who is championing storytelling. That is the gap I have seen, and that is why I want to be a person, a woman leader who champions storytelling. Because from my experience, my mom was the one who told me stories as as a as a child while growing up, and women are great storytellers to tell the least. Sorry, um, I'm being very biased to women because I am a woman. But then women are great storytelling. And I think with women telling stories, they can help promote nature conservation. And this is the gap I want to um, occupy. I want to fill up telling the stories of nature to every Nigerian community in Nigeria. Yeah. Fantastic. And um... As you were starting off this chat, Chioma, you mentioned that you, your interest uh, really grew from birds and um, bird identification. You you can you can actually know, identify birds by a sound. You know that's very interesting to note. Uh, mm -hmm. if, if you are an animal, Chioma, which one could you be and why? <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's not a bird. <laughs> um, I would I, I would like to be an elephant and the reason is because I have observed that elephants 
kind of maintain relationship. There's this, the matriarchal system in the elephant head is very enchanting to me. And I have seen documentaries of elephants that lost a, maybe a loved one in their herd. And they really go back to where they lost the loved one. And you could see the emotions, right? So for me, I would come back as an elephant because as a person, my one of my personal values is relationships. And I love maintaining relationships. So if I'm relating with you right now, I know you deeply X, I would love to maintain this relationship because I believe that with relationship, we can do a lot of things. And human beings are wired for connection. And so for me, becoming an elephant would be the best deal for me. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's that's really <laughs> inspiring. I, I I totally love elephants too. And um, that aspect <laughs> of the, the, the role they they play in the ecosystem, it's very huge mm -hmm. and we cannot underestimate elephants and yeah. how they live in families and how they take care of mm -hmm. their young ones and how and they one, live in exactly. herds and how they... Yeah. They, yeah. they dig out water during the dry seasons, you know, and the other animals come, how they make uh, parts, you know, inside the bushes, you know, it's it's a um, interrelationship really. And mm -hmm. I admire elephants. I admire elephants a lot for sure. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Um, Tioma, share with us a quote or a story um, that gives you strength to keep on going because conservation work is not easy. It's not for the faint hearted. Sometimes you make one huge step forward and two steps back in terms of progress and the kind of vision and the impact that you want to achieve. What is it that keeps you going on a daily? Um, what keeps me going is, there's this quote that I always tell myself. Um, it's very simple you reap what you sow right so i want to oh, i want to so i want to reap good things around me and if i want to see nature thrive around me i need to sow good things in nature i need to sow good attitude good good lifestyle so the thing that keeps me going is i i reap what i sow so that is basically what keeps me going. Despite the challenging, the challenges facing the environment, despite the challenges facing being in Nigerian and all that. So th that is the main quote that keeps me going. I will reap what I sow. And I, I, it kind of reminds me to keep sowing good seeds around me, sowing good seeds in my relationships, sowing good seeds in my work with nature, sowing good seeds in my work at home and all that, yeah. Perfect. And in that respect, are you looking to extend your umbrella to more young people to join your bandwagon and tell nature stories and um, protect nature and fight for the rights of nature? Yes, I am open to teaching anyone who is willing to learn how to go about talking about nature and talking about it talking about nature you know, in terms that are relatable to other people, especially those who are not in the conservation field. I am really, really excited about it and i'm really really excited about working with young people too yes perfect because uh, young people make up almost um 75 percent of africa's population if i'm not wrong and uh, yes we need mm -hmm. to to find ourselves if you're not given a seat at the decision making table we have to take it and be there and influence policy right yes exactly and, and it's in avenues like this that we will come together and uh, make our voices heard and change the African conservation uh, 
are seen for the exactly. better. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yes. Okay. And um, as we near the completion of this chat, Shoma, how have partnerships? What What are your thoughts around partnerships and collaboration uh, around your work and in what in in terms of what you want to achieve? Um, partnership and collaboration is very important in conservation work because um, it is not nature does not only benefit the conservation biologists or the nature enthusiasts. We are all beneficiaries of beneficiaries of nature as humans. As far as we are, every morning we wake up, we we breathe, we eat food, we drink water. We are we are con we are in connection with nature, so. Partnership and collaboration is very important and collaborating not just with those in our fields in conservation, but partnering with the communities where these natural riches are, collaborating with people who are in close contact with this keystone and keystone species or hotspot areas, right? And um, because with their uh, participation in conservation work, nature conservation will be very smooth all of nature will be conserved every species will be preserved so for me collaboration is very very important what we are doing right now is also important because we need to people need to know that our work the conservation work nature conservation is not just for a part, particular set of people people need to know that africans are also working in conservation, they shouldn't think that, okay, nature conservation is a white man thing or a Western business, but it's um, all our responsibility. So for me, um, partnership and collaboration is very, very important to pushing nature conservation. Thank you. Wow, that was so good. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts around that one. Um, and you have reminded me a partnership I did with um, Africa Risk Managers Partners. And um, it was to, to just talk about the illegal wildlife trade in Africa, sorry, and um, how banks and fintech and those in finance can play a role in, um, yeah. in curbing, uh, you know, money transfers, you know, uh, tracking and, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, you know, uh, getting back these monies that move uh, through the international cartel networks, you know, and it was very inspiring yeah. to hear the hunger that they have to know this information, to know the networks, to know about the trade, which species are in danger. And um, mm -hmm. these are the partnerships that we are talking about. You've said uh, we, we, we cannot really look into ourselves as conservationists or those in the tourism industry to do this only. We need other partners across the board. And I think that is where the conversation needs to go, Chioma. Yes. Perfect. And um, as we near the completion of this chat, uh, Chioma, um, how can our listeners connect with you and support your conservation work? Okay. Um, yeah, our listeners can connect with me by on my social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. If they search Yoma Immaculate Okafor, they will see me. And they can also um, support my work by sharing my posts on conservation, by sharing my podcast stories as well. And um, yeah, and for my podcast, they can find me on Spotify. Um, it's Conserve Nature with Omar. 
The Omer is spelled O-M-A-E. Yes. So okay. that's how they can connect with me and also support my work. Thank you. Okay, great. Any parting show to our listeners and why we should all act to protect our shared biodiversity? Yes. Um, like I mentioned earlier, um, if everyone would wake up with the consciousness that we, when we wake up with the consciousness that we are connected with nature every time of our life on earth, it would help us, it will encourage us to think about nature and think about ways we can conserve it. If we wake up with the consciousness that the, breath, the air we breathe is from nature, the, nature, the food we eat is from nature, the water we drink is nature, it will also increase our it increases our awareness and increases our motive towards nature and our attitude towards nature. So my parting word is that everybody should have this consciousness and begin to adopt lifestyles that are eco-friendly and nature-friendly so that both humans and nature can thrive together. Thank you. I couldn't agree with you uh, more, Chioma. Thank you so much for taking time uh, to come to our show. What a guest, uh, what a conversation. Thank you so much, Chioma. Uh, I really thank appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, thank you, bye. thank you for having me. Um, okay, great. Bye. Bye. A huge thank you for taking time to listen to this great conversation. Kindly be sure to leave a review in your favorite podcast listening app for free today. Follow us on social media to get updates on when fresh episodes are released. Yours truly, Diblex. Until next time, stay safe and stay blessed. Kwaheri.